Well, welcome to the Film Sessions podcast today. We are super excited to feature Leon's crew. Um, so if you guys could go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourselves. Alrighty, Rooney. Well, I guess I will start. Uh, hello, my name is Leon. Uh, I was the animator and director on Emerald Necklace and the Wizard of West Roxbury. And I am joined here by my three lovely voice actors. I can go. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Alex. Um, and I voiced Emerald on Emerald Necklace and the Wizard of Roxbury. I'm a little under the weather with a cold right now. So I sound maybe especially Emerald-esque right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I can go next. Uh, hi, I'm Theo. I voiced the Wizard of West Roxbury on Emerald Necklace and the Wizard of West Roxbury. I'm also a little under the weather with a cold right now, but you know, also happy to be here. <laughs> um, Coyote, you're muted. Yeah. Grumpy. Uh, my name is Coyote and I voice the commuter. Uh, I am probably the one of us that is not under the weather because I took Dayquil. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you guys are feeling better. Um, so I guess we can kind of like go into what inspired you to first get into filmmaking? Uh, well, I grew up watching a lot of cartoons uh, like every single day. Tom and Jerry was a big one. SpongeBob was probably the biggest. <laughs> um, and as I grew up, I just kind of started like drawing little fan art things uh, with my own characters, with those characters from those shows, uh, concepting like my own little stories about them. And then I just kind of realized one day, uh, I kind of want to do this forever. I kind of want to make my own cartoons. And that was the day that I decided I wanted to go to art school. That's exciting. We love that. Um, so how have you continued to pursue like this journey in, I guess, like expressing yourself through this art? Well, I do a lot of animation at school. Uh, I am about to be a senior at the Massachusetts College of Art and Design. Um, so I have to do a lot of animation work for my classes, but I also like having um, little side projects as well that are just for me, little personal things. So I'm not like hot to up and work all the time. So it, it's a nice way for me to like kind of keep my motivation balanced while also concepting my own shows for the future. Right, right. I get that. Um, so why don't you guys go ahead and tell us a little bit about your film? So what I've been, this might be a little bit challenging, but if you could express what your film is like about in one sentence, what would that be? Uh, that is a difficult question. Uh, it is about a guy who believes he is more important than he actually is. That is the simplest of terms I can put it in. Right, so why don't you go ahead and give us a little longer form. All right, uh, so Emerald Necklace and the Wizard of West Roxbury takes place at Forest Hill Station in Boston, Massachusetts, because that is that was a very common place for my commutes to school every single day. Um, so Emerald, our, one of our two starring characters, uh, is pretty delusional and he puts on a prince costume every single day because he believes that he is the prince of Forest Hill Station. And he has a little imaginary friend, the devil on his shoulder, which is the wizard of West Roxbury. Mm -hmm. um, so it's the two of them going around the station and uh, trying to stop, trying to stop problems, but they end up causing more problems in the process, which is where the commuter comes in and beats Emerald up. 
I love that. Well, it's, that's actually really cool to see like kind of like your personal life kind of shine through through this work. I like that. Um, so you. what message are you kind of trying to project to the audience through this? Well, with this particular film, there isn't really like a deeper meeting. It's mainly just supposed to be like a comedy, funny goofs and laughs. Right. Um, but if I had to establish a theme with it, I would just say like, um, overthinking is a big one. Uh, if you take a small situation and you think about it too much every single day, it becomes a lot bigger in your brain. So this is kind of like, uh, like a cartoon-esque story version of that weird little internal monologue that happens sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, so could you guys walk us through like the process of making your film? Of course. Um, so I did this project for school. It was my big film for my animation four class. So after I got that pitched and I got the, the plot and the storyboards all developed and approved, I was able to contact my three lovely voice actors um, because actually the main idea for this film came from Theo because Theo can do a really good gremlin voice. And I, as soon as I started contemplating, I'm like, that's going in here somewhere. So that's how the wizard became a thing. Um, so unfortunately, I only know Theo and Coyote online. So the two of them did their voice recordings on their own and sent them to me, in which mm -hmm. they did excellent jobs at. Um, whereas Alex, I know from Mass Art. So the two of us were able to get a real life sound studio and record things in person, get a lot of bloopers from it, the whole shebang. Uh, and from there, I was able to take my character designs and make 2D rigs out of them in Toon Boom Harmony, um, mm -hmm. which made the animation go a lot smoother. And from there, it was just uh, backgrounds, more sound mixing, and then the final compositing. And then it was finished. Nice. Um, do any of you guys have anything you want to share about the process? I remember with the, um, with the wizard voice, it came from me doing an impression of like some funny TikTok video that I had found that I thought Leon had already seen. I thought I had sent it, so I <laughs> thought he would get the reference. He had not. Um, I so not. I was just in like a Discord call doing this funny voice, quoting this really obscure TikTok over and over again. And at the time, that was like the funniest thing in the world to us. So I kept bringing it back. And then at some point, um, Leon just asked me, like, I, wa I want you to be in my film. I want you to do the, <laughs> the funny voice. I love that. I love that. Uh, context, could we get a bit of the funny voice? Please, yes, please share. Oh, no. <laughs> please. <laughs> all right, Come all right, on, all right. I, you gotta show these people that you're in charge here. You gotta be the best friends you can be. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. This is great. This is great. I'm... <laughs> yeah, <Wow. so> <laughs> on, on my side, um, I was just kind of called in. Um, and we spent probably about maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours in the studio. That for what came out to about a minute of lines mm -hmm. and um it was really interesting because um i had never really thought about my voice as kind of an instrument even though i'm a literal choir boy and a singer um so um i had never really thought of it in terms of like inflection and acting right and so there was a really interesting moment uh, with Leon, 
where we were recording a specific line. I wish I had the script with me. And uh, we ended up cutting a sentence into two sentences or into two takes. Um, because if I keep talking, my inflection eventually goes up kind of like this. Um, and that's just kind of naturally how my voice progresses. Mm -hmm. But we needed to go down or even stay neutral. Right. So we achieved the same effect through um, splitting that into two takes and just keeping myself kind of monotone. That's a really cool it was an interesting process. Mm -hmm. So, um, as you mentioned, since two of the voice actors are like, I guess, connected through online, did that provoke any challenges through the process? Uh, not really. I thought it would cause more challenges than it would. Mm -hmm. Um, I was mostly worried about like the fact that I don't, I don't think either of you guys were in an actual sound studio when you recorded your lines, were you? No, I was I in my, my bedroom. My yeah, I was in my mic in my living room, so I'm just glad it like didn't sound terrible or somehow. Voice memo was on my phone. It was great. Sweet. But yeah, I was worried that there would be a lot of feedback. And there definitely was a little bit, but like uh luckily I was also taking a sound design course at the same time. So mm -hmm. I learned how to use Reaper, which is like one of the best audio programs that I I, I think it's one of the best ones. It's it's really good. Um so I was able to utilize that program to get rid of a lot of that background, noise, mm -hmm. uh, which fixed all of those issues that I had in the first place. But like the four of us, we were all in a Discord call beforehand, like going over some script reading, uh, discussing uh, how I wanted each voice specifically. There was there was quite a bit of communication between the four of us. It's just that only a little bit of it actually happened in person. That's nice. That's nice. Um, so where can we find your film? Uh, currently the film is on YouTube and Instagram. I've been meaning to make a Vimeo, but I have not done that yet. Um, but I'm on the, I'm on most social media platforms as noodle a doodle, like noodle as in the food. Um, but on Instagram specifically, I had to space it out weird with periods. So on Instagram, I'm known as noodle.a.doodle. So that's a weird one. But yeah, the film is both on there and on the YouTube. Uh, the YouTube is more for like my animation exercises and stuff. And the Instagram is more so like me posting drawings that I decide to do every single day. Less about like actual film stuff. Right. Is your um, YouTube have the same handle? Uh, it, it does, but it doesn't have the periods. It's just noodle and doodle. Right, um, right. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. And I totally understand. I feel like so many people devote their like Instagram to like their hey, this is me, and then the YouTube's more like professional work. Exactly. Yeah. Instagram, it, it's a good way to like very quickly get thoughts and doodles out there in a more like personalized way. Because it's a lot easier to communicate with followers and mutuals on Instagram than it is on YouTube, I found. I agree. I agree. So have you made any other films in the past, any projects similar to this one? Uh, this was definitely my biggest project yet. Um, I have done several little films before. I have um, a couple on my YouTube that are like sort of short intros to a cartoon that I'm working on called Your Local Pharmacy, which I plan on doing a big pilot for as my thesis film. Um, and there's also like a stop motion film I did on there. I have like an experimental film that I did for my mom to one of her favorite songs. Mm -hmm. um, and then just like little class exercises and stuff. But this was the biggest so far. Right. 
Um, so do you plan on making any more in the future? Any like similar to this or maybe like divulge into like a different kind of project? I definitely want to do like more similar stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. As I just mentioned, I'm working on like the beginning stages of a pilot. Um, so I'm working on like the rigs for that currently. Um, I have someone who might be able to do backgrounds on that film. I'm working on like getting some voice actors for it. Um, it's in like the very early stages of development, but I don't have to actually start working mm -hmm. on it until September. I'm just kind of like getting an early start on it while I have this summer mostly free. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so what all of you guys li like to like, um, I'm not sure in which order, but like go ahead and share your favorite movie. This Ooh, might take a bit of deliberation, but. Um, well, I'm more into like, uh, like TV length cartoons rather mm -hmm. than movies, just because of like my, my attention spans pretty bad. Um, but I, I do really like some of the cartoon specials that are movie length. The original SpongeBob movie is, in my opinion, one of the greatest cinematic experiences of all time. It's incredible. I recommend everyone watch it if you haven't. Um, I also really enjoyed the three-part Fairly Odd Parents special, Wishology. That was a big one in my childhood. But in terms of actual films, I have to say Interstellar, surprisingly enough. Oh, okay. Um, it's that film is just absolutely gorgeous. I love all of the like space and time travel themes it goes into. Mm. It's a huge inspiration and source of and for like some more serious plot lines I have going on in my head. I, I stand by that. I stand by that. Um, do any of you guys have a favorite movie you'd like to share? Um, both Spider Verse movies had oh. the same experience <laughs> of like. Going in, I was cynical on the second one because I was like, why did they make a sequel? Then I was like, of course you make that sequel. It, it couldn't be any better, you know? Um, and same with the first one. I was like, we already have Spider-Man movies. Do we need that? Um, and it that one goes to show me that like, no matter how much an idea can be done, it's all in the execution. Um, so, yeah. For sure, for sure. No, I have a, I was also a bit skeptical, but I have a special place in my heart for the Spider-Verse movies. Uh, I actually am a huge fan of Pacific Rim. Um, I actually, I got into that movie um, via an ex who uh, is still a friend. And we, like, the first time I watched that, I don't have much of an attention span. I'd say I'm probably a lot like, a lot like Leon in that regard because I look at a movie and I'm like eh, no but then you watch it and it's like this is everything I want in a monster movie like there are big robots on screen all the time instead of just like for two seconds so I think that it feeds the monster lover in me because I love like I love big huge monsters that can just destroy everything right yeah um, I have I have two. I have a respectable favorite movie and I have my actual favorite movie. So the first one is Truman Show. I love that sort of existential fourth wall breaky kind of movie that where you walk out of the cinema and you're questioning your entire reality. That is 
I, I love that so much. Um, but my actual favorite movie is the Lego Batman movie 2017 because I love like the found family themes in it. I feel like the when it wants to have an emotional scene, it does it really well. But everything else is just so funny. It has like the Lego movie humor that I love so stupidly much. Um, yeah, those are my two. Also, Spider-Verse, both of them are amazing. I agree so much on that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So kind of coming off of this, what are two, what are like a few resources that you would recommend to student filmmakers? So I utilize um, the program Toon Boom Harmony for the majority mm -hmm. of my animation. Um, and even if you don't use said program, because it is like a fairly pricey program if you don't have it like through your school. Um, but on the website, they have a lot of free resources and courses in terms of like uh, character rigging, like navigating programs, like compositing directly in animation programs. It's just, it's such a wide resource, but I feel like a lot of um, young animators are afraid of it because Harmony is a little bit of a daunting program. I do agree with this, even though I feel so, so at home there. Um, but there are also a bunch of people on YouTube and Twitch that do very similar things. Um, Cubum Lee is a great inspiration um, if you are looking for uh, like rig tutorials, like really in-depth character models where like every single wrinkle of, of the shirts and the cuffs and the hair are all separated in a beautiful way. Um, it's just, it's a really interesting look at some industry work, but like it's, it's all over the place. You can find it pretty much anywhere. Right, for sure. Um, and so what is one piece of advice that you have for aspiring filmmakers out there? Uh, as briefly mentioned before, I do a lot of like side projects as well as um, schoolwork, whether that be like more animation based work or like illustrations or even like tactile stuff like sewing. Um, just having that kind of a side project that's mainly for yourself, even if like you decide to do something bigger with it in the future, mm -hmm. just having a little outlet that's still creative, but entirely for you is a really great thing to have because when you get burnt out from schoolwork, but you still have the motivation to create things, you can work on your own projects with your own characters that you love very, very much. And you can start developing these crazy universes um, that you can eventually maybe do something with. And even if you don't, that's okay, because it can just be for you to make you happy. For sure. I agree. I think it's just a great way for like expression, like no matter what. Exactly. And I think, yeah, for sure. I, I love that. Um, so I guess to wrap it up, kind of, what are some exciting things that have happened through your like filmmaking career like maybe some inspirations or like something that's pushed and motivated you well first of all this entire experience a hundred percent this is uh this was my first time having a film be accepted into a film fest congratulations um, and my, thank you and my first time uh I, I believe all of our first times being on a podcast um so this is an, another big first for all of us um so that's very, very, very exciting. And it's starting to feel like I'm finally becoming a real animator. Um, and for the future, something that MassArt will do for the animation seniors is that mm -hmm. we are all taking a trip in the fall to the Ottawa International Film Festival. We're gonna take a big bus down there. I have an Airbnb with like seven of my friends. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a really great 
resource for like networking, uh, talking with other animators, like seeing films uh, projected and get awards and things. Uh, I've only heard good things about the trip and I am very excited to finally be able to cross that path into Canada. Yes, that sounds like so much fun. Well, thank you. Thanks for like all of you guys, Leon and the crew. Um, it was absolutely wonderful having you guys today. And um, I'm just so excited, like looking forward to the future of your filmmaking career. Thank you so much. It was an absolute honor to be here. Thank you for having all of us tonight. <laughs>